The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to a Tuesdays here at Tale Bar City Radio. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel. Well, look who came off the milk carton. It is Connor Clark. Uh, in up, his suburban Chicago home, Connor Clark of the Big Ten Network. Can I say that? Uh, I wish. It's not official, so maybe <laughs> one day. You've been touring everywhere, Connor. Man, you've been uh, Sparty. Yep, Sparty and Madison uh, in a span of about 48 hours. But that mm. was fun. That was a good time. Which do you prefer? Which which town? Because I think they I both like, have the I pros. like East Lansing. I like East Lansing. Lansing sucked. No mm. offense to Lansing. <laughs> East Lansing, awesome. All of Madison is great, though. I've, I enjoyed my time in Madison, aside from the game that I went to. Well, well, what did you prefer? And I guess as a follow-up, do you have a favorite Big Ten campus? Well, I went to Michigan State to visit a friend and go to the game, so that was more of a you know kind of go, hang out, check it out a type of thing. A friend. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. But Just a friend. Um, that was fun. <laughs> um, I know Madison's a great town. I went there on a college visit, so this was my second time going to Madison. But I drove there and back on the same day, so I really wasn't there for an extended period of time. <laughs> and I was working. So I would probably say Michigan State was more fun. But if I went to Madison as a fan, I would probably have more fun there because, you know, Madison is a, a fantastic town. But, Beer and cheese. Got to get up yeah. to, to Madtown at some point. Connor just dropped the – I'm pretty bleeping smart. Uh, I visited <laughs> Wisconsin. Uh, I'm surrounded by uh, four O guys. That doesn't mean I got in, okay? Let's, they they, they, they are there. propping <laughs> me up. But uh, welcome to Hale Varsity. We have so much to get into. Of course, Michigan doing bad, naughty things to Washington last night. Reaction to that. And the topic of uh, style and how it still matters in college football. Big Target tonight for Nebraska basketball, PBA. The roads are good in Lincoln. Well, most of them anyway, which means you got to pack PBA for 8 o'clock tip. Most of you already know that. It's been a chance to take down number one. Uh, we're loaded up Mitch Sherman from The Athletic with us in about 15 minutes. In hour two, uh, longtime Husker standout and assistant coach at Scott, Matt Verzel, going to join us. And then Andy Markowski, the pride of Ord, Husker standout uh, on the hardwood, get his take on Nebraska's shot against Purdue and uh, just really the, the rest of the Big Ten landscape. It is that time for Roll Call. We do this to kick off every show, our starting five. The first five in the stream get a shout-out. You want to watch the show. You want to participate in the stream and have your comments read or Give us some thoughts or redirection. Hail Varsity YouTube, subscribe to that. And uh, watch and follow along. Hail Varsity Radio, Twitter at HVarsity Radio. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. And uh, give us a follow as well on Twitter at Herbal Essence for Elijah. At C underscore Clark underscore 27 for Connor Clark's twi- Twitter at Schmidt underscore Radio for me. So uh, all that uh, being laid out. 
The bow was put on college football last night. Was it satisfying for you, the college football fan? Not just last night's championship game, but the season overall. As a Nebraska fan, you had your ups and downs on the roller coaster. Uh, but with the offseason, the recruiting, the portal, uh, maybe some offensive coordinators slash additions to the staff news we touched on yesterday, I think Nebraska fans feel pretty good about year two with what's coming back and with what's coming on board. All that being said, there's this shadow that's been over Michigan. Some of you hate Michigan. Some of you now really, really hate Michigan because uh, in your eyes they cheated to win. And I'm not going to get into that debate. I think evidence is evidence. And and Harbaugh uh, is going to... Stop off to the NFL. I think he'll leave Michigan uh, holding the flaming bag that uh, Ed's wife told him not to put out with his boots. If you're uh, a Billy Madison fan, Uh, listen, uh, last night was a little bit of intrigue. Michigan got in their own way, but eventually Michigan flexed. Our starting five is Mike. Mike gets in there. Uh, NU Grandpa is second. Patrick in at third, and he's excited about it. Eric in at four. Tuck rounds out the starting five. And uh, I'll give Dion. Thank you. I'll give Dion a shout out too, too because it was the exact same minute time. Man. I mean, he was so close that I think we ought to give him the, the six man award for Dion because he even said fifth. I think Tuck just barely snuck in before him, but that's about as close as it comes a photo finish between Tuck and Dion for fit. So we'll give Dion a, a half a point maybe. Okay, a, sure. A, a six you know what we got to do, guys? We got to come up with some sort of prize at the end of each month. And, and again, not the flaming bag prize, but some sort of thank you. Well, the problem would be I'd have to track our top five every single week. Yeah, and you sound like you don't want to do that. No, no, that's not the Connor? problem. Connor? Could I do it? <laughs> the thing is, is... I work in radio because I don't know how to work an Excel sheet. That is not my strength. I think this would require a good old-fashioned Excel sheet like or else it would take some, some real legwork. <laughs> hey, that could I, be a compliment. I, that could be boat. a diss. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> could be a compliment. Could be a diss. I'm going to take it as a compliment. I think you meant it as a diss, but alas. Yeah, me and Excel sheets never quite got along. So many boxes and numbers and formulas and... Wor- like Word documents I can do fine, but an Excel sheet, I'll pass. No, all you got to do is just... Write their name down and throw it in a box to your left. Oh, we're talking like a, a random drawing? Yeah. Oh, that could work. That's no, all I'm saying. I thought it was going to be based on, like, deservedness level. Like, you know, who got in first most, who was in the top five well, most. I mean, you we could, average you, it you out. You could just tally it. That'd be much easier. Yeah. I mean, we just go old school. It's like the old betting sheets. Everything's yeah. online and uh, kiosk worthy. But sometimes the old betting sheet, you just pull out of your back pockets the winner. Yeah, uh, listener Elijah, much smarter than co-host Elijah, he chimes in and says, just use old-fashioned tally marks. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. It's like you're counting the days off before you get released. Well, see, it's it's our generation. Our generation doesn't know how to use a pencil and paper anymore. Just a laptop. (laughs) As as you're staring at me, (laughs) then there's a generation that just scream at the clouds and say, man, I miss my muscle car. Uh, Listen, um... Muscle car was kind of the theme last night. Ah, what it was a transition. All, it was all Michigan. It was line of scrimmage. It was big plays in the run game. Michigan could have dropped 50. But guess what? Style matters. Whoever the next quarterback of Michigan's going to be, we got to show them we got to throw the ball. 
right? You get in your own way sometimes. Credit to Washington. They battled back. My wife comes in last night to the bedroom. This is not going where we all uh, are fearful it will go. She walks in and goes, man, that wasn't very nice. They kept running Penix out there. They're beating the hell out of him. (laughs) That guy looked like he had been through 12 rounds of hell. That was questionable. And, and, And all he did was just get hit after hit after hit. There was really no run game, even though Washington didn't totally abandon it. But it's it's by by air or by land. How are you going to party when push comes to shove and you got to go win a football game? Michigan's able to throw the football. Uh, Michigan sometimes forces throwing the football. But what really flipped things around, guys, is J.J. McCarthy scrambling a couple of times with that uh, that that second to last touchdown drive and Pittix. I, I talked myself out of getting to the sports book and putting money on Michigan. So much so that I picked Washington in our picks for steak and a beer last night because I just said, you know what? Penix, he's faced some heat. He's stared down some pressure. Well, not like Michigan. My initial thought, my gut was this, again, revisionist history, that Michigan was going to just have their way on the lines of scrimmage. That's what I originally thought. I think we go back and check the tape a week or two ago. That's what I thought. And uh, I, we're, we're all kind of in agreement that that was how it happened. But lines of scrimmage, when push comes to shove, guys, you still win the football uh, game by running the football. You still win the football game by getting after the quarterback and stopping the run. Was that not shades last night of, of like, to me, it reminded me of like the 95 Orange Bowl? No bit. With, with like, Penix being, uh, being Frank Costa, Frank Costa just getting absolutely see that's not very long. nice to do to Michael Penix. Uh, I think Michael Penix is better than him, but in terms, in terms of how flustered he was all game long, just, how many times he hits. ended up on his back, the hits, how in pain he looked at the end of the game, you almost felt bad for him every single oh, time he, he ran out I there. I mean, late. He, he was holding his side like he was hemorrhaging. Uh, and, it was and, the side, it was the ankle, like. He was making uncharacteristically yeah. bad throws, I think, because he was out there hurting. And that, that reminded me of, of just the, the Frank Costa against Nebraska. Well, the, the pressure guys, I mean, he, how off was he? I mean, he, he routinely dropped it in the bucket year after year, game after game this season. Mm-hmm. And he was off on, on open throws because he is worried about getting hit. You saw the New York Giants do it twice to Tom Brady. Right, you get him off his spot. Michigan was too good. Hail to the victors! They're your champs. They are still partying in Ann Arbor. And Husker Twitter was glorious last night, reminding everybody in college football that that's Michigan's first national championship since 1948. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, within the state borders, you don't count 97 as a split. But all in all, uh, it ended up kind of like how, how Jim Harbaugh won it, not with binoculars not with secrets but with power football and great run defense and Michigan's just continued to to, to be stacked he shifted away from the the glamour of the four and five star not that he didn't have a boatload of four stars and an occasional five star but but Harbaugh went after fit and nine years later he's delivered on a championship and I, I find it funny I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying man Michigan better enjoy this championship now before it gets revoked by the NCA. That's not going to happen. No, the NCAA no. is no... The NCAA is completely toothless. That's like I know some people out there want that to happen. They want Michigan to get it revoked. At the end of the day, Michigan was 
I mean, I, I've been standing on a soapbox saying this for a while now. I thought Michigan had the potential of having a season that would put them in the, the upper echelon of the college football playoff champions. And I think based on what I've seen the past 10 years, Michigan's wire-to-wire dominance, the only game they really struggled with was probably Bama. You could maybe make an argument for Ohio State, but not really. I mean... Those were two close games. Michigan absolutely ran through everybody on their schedule this season with relative ease. Ohio State, I know it was close, but even then they Why did they do away. that? Are they that much better on the lines of scrimmage or they know what was coming? That's mm. a great question, but I mean, considering... I'm glad you said that, Schmitty. Considering Stallions got caught with you, I mean... Michigan did it without their head coach for, was it, nine games Half this season? season? six. I mean, that's absurd. Insanity. Yeah. The fact that you didn't have your head coach and you were still running through teams, you didn't throw the ball once in the second half against Penn State, you won. You the were Lions well prepped. Took care of it. That team, love them or hate them, is I one of the better teams we've seen in college football for a while. Like The college football playoff top teams you think of, that Clemson team that absolutely destroyed Bama in the, the playoff, on the championship game, I should say. LSU is where I go. LSU 2019 and then Georgia last year, Michigan now. Like those are the, 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 the teams that really stand out in my memory in the college football playoff era of being dominant. And I, I think Michigan is rightfully, in my mind, up there with those other teams. Are they the best team to ever do in college football? No. Let's maybe save that conversation for a little bit. Husker fans aren't ready to have that just yet. I don't think they're there, but they are a very damn good team, one of the better teams we've seen in college football in the past decade. They're very good, and I agree with most of everything you just said, Elijah, and that's what makes me more upset about the whole scandal thing because they just didn't need to do it. Like, mm. whether or not that happened, I still think they go undefeated, they, they win it all, or at least get to the playoff, and that's the thing that I just have an issue with. Now, again, their, their offensive and defensive line are unbelievable. They're fun to watch. I mean – you saw some of the the things that they did to offense or to Washington's offensive line last night. It was something that obviously Washington really hasn't seen much of in the Pac-12, and now they're going to have to get used to it as they transition over to the Big Ten this year. But that's like the main issue I have with it. No, their championship's not going to get revoked. Uh, yes, they're going to claim that they split in '97, whether you like that or not. But overall, really good team. They were definitely the best team out of the four, and they proved that. And uh, yeah, it was just it was odd seeing Penix get knocked off of his game that much. I mean, even before he was dealing with those nagging injuries, it felt like he was missing throws. I mean, the one that was wide open in the first half comes to mind. Um, that was just it, it was really odd down, to see. Yeah. Yeah. The holding calls went Michigan's way or uh, didn't go against Michigan, and that was pretty evident last night. And there's a couple of big question marks, and it was more than just a holding call. I mean, it was just uh, a battering all night long. So if you got a side on a snowy Tuesday, love or hate, where yet? And I don't think Nebraska fans going into year thirteen or fourteen or whatever it is in the Big Ten, you're not quite like the SEC where you're chanting conference glory. I think there's teams you really dislike in the Big Ten, just like you really disliked in the Big Twelve, just like you disliked in the Big Eight. That. Doesn't matter if they're playing to, to bring it home and it may make you look better because they win it. You still want them to lose. Case in point, Colorado in my household. So, love or hate, where do you side with this Michigan football team? I kind of love them. <laughs> do you? I, I just love the style in which they play, the way they rose the adversity. I hate their Michigan versus everybody shirts. Not a huge fan of J.J. McCarthy and his performative yoga before games. But at the end of the day, <laughs> this team is dominant. They did it in old-school fashion. They simplified football. 
and they took down everyone in their path with ease. It's hard for me to hate this Michigan team. They they, they do it the right – I shouldn't say they do it the right oh, way. Sorry. Their players just have the right mindset, the kind of mindset that I resonate with. Hate, love, or respect. I'm going to go respect. Respect is the right way to put it. Yeah. What I'm do you still think, Connor? Stay on the hate train. Okay, well, that's. I'll that's be there a, forever. That's a Big Ten guy <laughs> there. Well, we'll uh, hear from Mitch Sherman from the Athletic Hale Varsity continues, powered by Cornhead Lager.